0: Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a continuation of our No Love, Show Love series of podcasts. Today I sit down with Brian Jaster, remember him? Uh, Brian's the director of Faith Formation here at Bethany Lutheran Church, and he uh, sits down to share with us some interesting ideas about this word love, as well as we have a really great discussion about ways you can specifically show love to others. Hope you enjoy it. I hope you've enjoyed this series. Please continue to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Let other people know about it. Share these episodes. Any way that we can have more people discover the podcast is always a good thing. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and we really appreciate your support. But now, here's Brian Jaster. Hey, welcome everybody to the Together for Good podcast. I'm sitting down with my friend, my colleague, and everyone's favorite podcast guest, Brian Jaster. <laughs> Hey, Brian.
1: Everyone's favorite. Yeah, (laughs) that's really kind. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, Brian is our director of Faith Formation here, also a killer oboe player. We found that out on Sunday. I don't know how many people I killed while playing oboe, but (laughs) because of the oboe, but it was a good time. (laughs) But Brian, I wanted to bring Brian on because it's been way too long since he's been here, and we are kind of finishing up this four-part series that we've been doing here on the podcast about this no-love, show-love theme, and we also just finished on Sunday a whole worship Yep. Um, a whole sermon series on knowing love and showing love. And the cool thing is, like, this is going to keep going into the year because knowing love and showing love is sort of what it's all about. Uh, Brian, I know like, you you were pretty excited when you, yes. you heard this pitch. So I'm, I'm just going to let you run and roll with this. Tell us what's so great about it.
1: Well, it's so great. Basically, and honestly, to start with, I probably have learned more about love from working with teenagers than anything. Mm. On so many levels of love, so many kinds of love, so many expressions of love, So many times where love was just powerful and amazing and everything we ever needed. Um, And so that's where I'm going to start with. Here's the truth. There are a lot of love so cool that there's a lot of types and forms and shapes of love. I mean, think about it. One, it's not quite time yet, but in about six or seven months, there'll be a whole bunch of promposals. So promposals is a way that certain people (laughs) do elaborate invitations to invite their future guests, their future partner their future romantic interest to prom, and they do all kinds of crazy things. That kind of love is called eros, erotic love. It in- inspires poetry and spicy romance novels and so many things that sell a lot of money in America. Erotic love is huge and really important, huh. but that's not also the one we're going to talk about. This also this next one. Luckily,
0: that's not the only kind of love. That's not the only love.
1: kind of love, yes. That's a great kind of love. It's, it's important. <clears throat> another kind of love we'll see in, in, in scripture and in life is, if this city is a city named after, it's Philadelphia. Great city. Great city. Philos is that, like, great warmth and friendship and affection you feel for others. It's phenomenal. It's great to have friends and express the warmth and hugs and everything. It's a great form of love. That's one. There's another famous form of love. Another There's one? A, yes. Called storge. Now... As a Fast and the Furious... No, wait. Storage A sounds like something I would buy at Ikea. It does. Storage. That's (laughs) close. That's close. But in this case, this word is is family love. So I'm a Fast and the Furious movie fan, and Mm. you may know those movies because about fast cars, which they are, but the truth is, as Dom Toretto says, as Vin Diesel's character, it's all about family. Family. This kind of Mm. love is like, once you're in, you're in. And family is like, greater than some of your parts, it's worth protecting from outsiders. It's Family. And it's a huge deal. It's, it's, it's not necessarily biological, often can be, but it's like the thing that you're in. But there's another form of love Oh gosh, our knowing love is really about. Okay. And it's agape. Agape. If you know one word in
0: Greek, no one agape. word from the
1: New Testament, it's probably agape. It was so important that when Jesus talks about the most important thing, he uses the word agape. The greatest thing is to agape God, to love God with everything. Heart, soul, mind, strength, time, mm. energy, all you've got. And to agape other people as you agape yourself, to love other people as you love yourself is everywhere in the New Testament. This is my commandment that you love one another, from John 15. No greater love, no greater agape, is this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. First John 4. We agape because God first agaped us. And you've heard First Corinthians 13. Hopefully, not only in a w- wedding ceremony, <laughs> but love agape is everything. It's patient and <clears throat> kind and slow to anger. It's everything.
0: Knowing love is knowing agape. That's cool, Brian. I mean, what I love too, what's I think really helpful for all of us to step back and consider is that we have one word for love. Yep. And we kind of throw it around and it means a whole bunch of different things. This is actually, I say this in wedding sermons a lot of just like, yeah, today's all about love, but what does that even mean? Because I say that I love pizza, Mm -hmm, but obviously, like the love that we're celebrating here at this wedding is very different than my love for pizza. Right. Because my love for pizza is what? More agape? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know. You might marry the pizza, it could be romantic love.
0: No, but I mean it's I love that in scripture, right? That yeah, love comes up a lot yes. and because it was, you know, original transcripts were Greek, mm-hmm. there's five different words here.
1: Yeah, it's kinda like Eskimos or Alaskans with snow. There's like a ten thousand yeah. words for snow, I think. It's kinda like in Greek or even for us in America, mm. we've got one for, for love, but there's lots of forms and lots of ways, lots of wrinkles of it. Um and they're all actually good. Like they're all actually really, really good. I'm not trying to diss any of kinds of love, but agape would be like the center of it
0: all. Agape uh, is probably what we're really talking yes. about when we say sh- no, love, no and love and show, show love. love. It's really agape. No agape and show agape.
1: Yes. Yes. And so, like, so how do you, how do we?
0: Thank you for like expanding yeah. our knowledge <laughs> about what love is. Yep. But how do we, how would you show Agape? Like, I, that, that's what I'm really curious. I'm sure you've got great stories, too, from...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. said you've learned so,
0: more about love from... Uh, from teenagers. Yes, absolutely. So,
1: oh my gosh, so many. And I, I, I got to, like, parse through a few. But, like, um, we had, you know, there was a student who had gotten sick um, and had gone to the hospital a few years ago. And the amount of, like, gigantic cards... Balloons with people's signatures written on them. Um, uh, 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 we sang songs outside the, the, the hospital room. like Spontaneous stuff like that it just kind of came together quickly. That was mm. just absolutely for the person. It wasn't for us who were doing the stuff. It wasn't for any reason. But to, to just show them their dignity, their worth, that we want them to feel better. And it was just as many creative and spontaneous cool. ways. Um, and I mean giant cards, like cards that were like four foot by six foot. Like, songs that were crazy weird and spontaneous, like, pop culture songs that you never would have thought to sing to somebody in the hospital that we suddenly sang. Um, And completely just freeing, too. Like, freeing for us to do it. Like, what can we do for this person? What can we do for this person? Um, I remember doing that, you know, both before we went to the hospital and then in the hallway and kind of spilling into the room. That was one. I I, I mean,
0: and it's neat how how honestly simple that is, too. Simple, yes. Like, it was able to come together so quickly, partially because... Mm -hmm. It was just about showing up and yep. being there. It was mm-hmm. obviously going above and beyond. None of you were planning on going to the hospital yep. that day, but just a real, like, yeah, spontaneous, organic type of thing that can happen that's actually really simple, but extremely beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, was, I, I have an idea, too, just thinking, listening to you talk, I thought of an example from my own life. It was the smallest thing, it was yesterday. Um, there was a birthday party for your son at, at your wow. house and there was a bounce house, of course, because it's yes. Brian Jaster, it's the Jaster family. Yes. Um, but m- my daughter Mimi was there, and she's only four, and she's little, and she went in the bounce house with all the big kids, and promptly got hit in the face by her brother. <laughs> uh, a total accident, which is which is an improvement. Um, <laughs> and so she got out, and you know, I had been talking to her, I'm like, Mimi, you're probably like, wait till the big kids are done in the bounce house before you go in. And so then like she's hanging out, and a little while later, kevin drags son andrew who's nine just comes over and is like hey mimi no one's in the bounce house you can go in now it's like that was so cool of this nine-year-old to think about this little four-year-old and to let her know that you know like she could go have her time to play but it's it's so small it's it seems so meaningless Mm -hmm. but for mimi it meant the world and she's like oh yeah like Mm -hmm. you know went and had her own little bounce time just those little things i feel like that's what agape is a lot of the time too is it's it's not these big grand prom proposals. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's often just like really mm-mm. simple organic moments where you're kind of tuned and looking for ways to be showing that love to other people.
1: Yeah. And the, my, my favorite Bible text in all of scripture, if you could throw out all of the Bible, but leave one thing that I would have to hold on forever. It's always been the great Romans eight and the great Romans eight ends with there is nothing that can separate us. from The love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Sometimes I think we get worried in in, in America or in the world that, like, maybe the church is dying or religion's waning or waxing or whatever. And I I get all those conversations, but the truth is that God's love will never end. The very center of our faith, the very center of every conversation, the very center of our lives is that God's love itself, God's agape for humanity and for this universe never will stop. We can't ever stop it. It will always win. It will always be given freely again and again and again this is the mission the life the heartbeat that jesus was life is this love that's why it's so exciting because like you can never lose with this the littlest things of agape love matter for all of eternity all of life Mm. all of god's self is caught up in every little act of love every little act of mercy every little act of jersey justice is god's great love
0: can't stop won't stop
1: can't stop, won't stop.
0: Can't stop, won't stop. Um, and and it's so it's such a, a good reminder too. It's it's why I really love this theme as well. Um, we, we, we just we, you don't need to make it complicated. Nope. You know, and and especially like if you know this love in in real ways, if you really feel connected to that love of God, it is it does like feel almost a compulsion like that you have to try and just show that to other people to make other people's lives a little bit better in whatever small ways. And so there's so much that you can do just to look for that. You know, of just looking for those opportunities, like oh, like maybe I could go about. I could return my shopping cart <laughs> to the carousel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's the minorest yeah. thing. Um, maybe that's a bad example, but um, t- talk to me too, though. I know that there's some um, theologians and individuals who you really appreciate yep. that kind yep. of have had some things to say about this.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, many, many, many. But one of one of the people who is well known in America of who died tragically uh, in 1968. Um, His name is Martin Martin Luther King, Jr. And his whole heartbeat of his life was out of agape love. And all the affect and things that he did or marches, speeches, etc., they were always actually centered in agape love. And he said in one of his speeches that agape love is purely spontaneous,
0: unmotivated,
1: groundless, and creative. It is the love of God Operating in human heart. Whoa. It's, and, and yeah, it's how God's love operates within us. That's agape. And it calls us to do things out of ourselves for the other that sometimes we never would have thought of. Sometimes we don't believe the other person or people deserve. Mm-hmm. It's free flowing, it's unmotivated. In our world that thinks so much about, like, what's in it for me mm-hmm. or, Do I get, you know, as many hits on Spotify because of this, or as a songwriter, or do I get followers on Instagram or TikTok or whatever? Those are good things and all, but the truth is agape love on some level doesn't care. It's truly for the other. It's fully open to the needs of the other person. And in doing so, though, you also bring dignity and love and life to yourself. That's the crazy thing about agape love. When it's given away fully, then you actually receive. Mm -hmm. It's only in fully emptying of yourself and fully sacrificing yourself and fully becoming the last of all that you also in that sense become first of all because agape love when given away it grows. It's not something that empties. It continues to grow and grow and grow.
0: That's cool. too. I mean, and and you're really getting at kind of the cycle too of this no love show love yes phrase that we have too. Yes. Like when we know God's, love, I mean, and that's what you like you were saying. MLK is really talking about like this is the love of God operating in the human heart. He yep. said. Yep. And so like we really know love and it compels us to mm-hmm. show it to others. And then what you're saying is, and then it comes back to you. You 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 come to know God's love even more through that experience. And I'm sure. I mean, you've done a ton of mission trips, right? Yep. And I'm sure that that's like a big part of that whole experience. Is like in in the mm-hmm. serving, you recognize and you realize that you're you're gaining ten times more than you're actually even giving. Yep. Even though that's not the intent, that's not why you do nope. it. But that's just right. kind of the way that it operates. I think we were sitting in these chairs a, a long time ago for a podcast and talking about exactly that about servant leadership. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's one more character I wanted to mention. Okay. In, sorry. In a video no.
1: that it's called. If you want to look this one up, I'll look up on Vimeo or YouTube. It's called Shadows of Virtue. And it was a video just a couple years ago, and it's really all about love, this video. And there's a character in there called Greg Boyd, and he talks about love, And, and here's what he says love is. So just listen to this for a second. Love is learning how to ascribe unsurpassable and unconditional worth to every other human being on the planet, regardless of what those human beings' attitude is toward us, whether they can benefit or they are threatening us, our stance is to be the stance of Jesus where we ascribe worth to them. We manifest that love by what we're willing to sacrifice for them. Mm. Agape love is assigning unconditional, unsurpassable worth to everyone, regardless of what we may ever receive or we give to that. And that's the way of Jesus. Unsurpassable, unconditional worth to every other human being. And that's our stance, that's our posture, that's our way of life in everything. In a world that likes to divide lines about who's better and worse, who's in and who's out. Right,
0: just attaching labels to people too. Just saying like, oh, I can't hang out with them because this, because that.
1: Yes, and a world that's got the bullied and the bullies and, you know, if I'm a fan of this sport and that sport or whatever, right? And those are fine. But the powerful thing about agape is it just blows all those barriers away. And it wants to ascribe unsurpassable, unconditional worth to all of humanity and dignifying all of humanity, including the one who gives the love as well, whoever that is. And so that, in that video, is something worth listening to, that agape love will stretch us. Yeah, Agape love stretches us beyond what we expect and know of ourselves. It'll call us to become and do things we never imagined because God is way beyond our imagination. And the way that God loves is so much greater and more interesting and more fantastic more beautiful than we can imagine. And yet God will take that in our human hearts, and our human hands and lives, and pull us into loving the way God loves. And that is power. Agape love is power.
0: That's amazing, too. And what I want to talk about now, like, thank you for all this. This is great, you know, just for the way that we're thinking about it and understanding what our mission as Christians really is and how it fits in. But I want to talk about, too, some of the really specific ways that, that you and I and the rest of the Faith Formation team are planning to to live this out this fall oh, too because yeah. i'm thinking was i'm hearing you talk about this right um and, and greg boyd's quote about ascribing worth to every individual like that's the culture we're trying to create on um, yep. sunday mornings and wednesday nights so that when yep. you walk in you feel like you belong like you're welcomed, like you're loved yeah that you have people telling you and reminding you mm-hmm. uh you know of that love all the time in yep. particular tell them about we're going to um, have some time of worship, this neat little new worship yeah. gathering yeah. on Wednesday nights at the mm-hmm. end of Camp Bethany in Confirmation. Just mm-hmm. a short time. Yep. But that's going to end with this special song, too, that I feel like really gets it, yep. right, ascribing mm-hmm. worth mm-hmm. to everyone. So yep. go ahead. Can, can you sing it? or are you you're not I, prepared to sing I, it?
1: I can sing it. We have this go get your oboe. 20, you can play 20, your oboe. 20-minute <laughs> <laughs> worship service. And there's a lot of little t- things that are happen at 20 minutes. Um, But I think we hope that they're all about this kind of agape love. But the way we end it, a song that we want to sing all the time, is a song that just goes very simply. Beloved child of God, beloved child of God, beloved child of God, you are heard, you are loved, you belong. So if you caught that, Beloved Child of God. You are heard, you are loved, you belong. We want those words to be words of agape, to be shared yeah. and known all the time, everywhere, and we, we're going to sing that quite a bit intentionally. It's something that maybe people have in their head and their heart just as they walk Thursdays at 9 a.m. and Friday nights at 10 p.m., that that song might be in them and with them because we want them to know that God's love is actually always with
0: us. And the neat thing about that too, I think, yeah, it's a it's a nice little earworm that hopefully people are singing to remind themselves, right? So that they can know this love in their life, to remind themselves that they're beloved, that they are loved, that they belong. But also the way that that changes them too. Of like, if they've got those words in their head, you know, like I I gotta think that'll also affect the way that they treat one another as well. I mean, maybe that's overly optimistic of me, but I do think that if you've got those words playing in your head, if you know that you are loved and that you belong, Mm -hmm. um, there's something that compels you to want to do that, create that space for other people.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a big picture, uh, what we do as a church sometimes is in a response to the reality that a world will tear us up and tear us apart. And that God's love is the thing that builds us up over and over and over again. And this is God's continual work of healing and restoring, of saving, of uh, bringing us together. Because sometimes life will absolutely rip us up and Mm -hmm. shred us into nothingness. Mm -hmm. And God's love is the thing that makes us something and somebody and calls us enough and calls us beloved. And that's one of the things, like there's 17 things we do right on Wednesday nights. And that's one of the ways that we know and show love. In the specifics together. Um, but yeah, we want people to people walk and say, this is a free meal with free people who just want to love and know you, right? In confirmation, we want to have mentors who simply know your story and will walk that with you for the rest of your life. Like all these little things is how we actually know this love that is way more than all we can do on a Wednesday or Sunday. Sure. But we don't have to because all these little things matter. Mm-hmm. Every little teeny piece. You know, I, shoot, even for me, when I have a four-year-old run up and want to give me a high five and say, hi, Brian, I love you, and hug my knee and run away, like that changes my whole life the rest of that night Hmm. for me too so that's why agape love is so great because it's so freely given it's so available and yet sometimes also hard in our world and so when we intentionally get together we say no this is a space of agape and we name it and that becomes our culture yep it's
0: something special it's something special yep well brian thanks for yeah helping us know love a little better and all the fun greek words (laughs) (laughs) but uh, more importantly thanks for all the ways that you show love to every person that walks through these doors here at bethany Um, You just radiate this. You live this out. It's not just you talking. Like, I see it in you every single time you show up. And I really appreciate all the ways that you bring that just to our community here. And, hey, to you, dear listener, thank you for uh, taking time to listen to this. Please share it with family and friends. Let others know about the podcast. And, yeah, this is your challenge. Go show some agape love today. It's simple. It's uh, easy. Sometimes easy. Um, And, yeah, it can change someone's life. Stay in peace, everyone. Peace.